Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Well, hello everyone and welcome in to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey. And my name is Matt. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, we're going to do some stuff first, but this is our end of the Skywalker Saga. Yes, we're finally getting is. through all Skywalker Saga. It absolutely is. Uh, we started this journey um, almost two years ago, Matt. I, I want to say it was uh, spring-ish of 2021. We had already done the Marvel um, Infinity Saga. And we said, let's do Star Wars, but we don't have to do it as a series. We'll just kind of do it over time. I didn't think it would take us two years to do it. But honestly, I feel like it's been okay. And it's been kind of a nice rewatch and, and run through to see all these in the order that the the, 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 the chronological order that they, they are in. Um, but yeah, let's, we'll get into that in just a second. I, I wanted to real quick, um, talk about, cause you know, it is February 26th. We're recording this. This is going to come out on, on March or sorry, February 28th. Um, we are in the 100th year of the Walt Disney company. And we actually haven't talked yeah. a whole lot about that, to be honest with you, which is kind of weird for us, but that's a, that's a pretty epic thing. There are not a lot of companies out there that celebrate 100 years. Uh, and Disney, in true fashion, is celebrating and, and releasing special edition merchandise on Shop Disney. Have you seen any of this stuff, Matt? I, I have. I went through um, all of the because they're doing it by the decades, mm-hmm. which I think is a really, really cool way of way of doing about it. And the fun thing about this is, you know, we did the Mickey Mouse memories and that's, of course, Mickey Mouse centric. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whereas this, because it's by the decades, it's going to be this like celebration of everything. Yes. And that's not to say that they're going to come out with individual merch for specifically every single movie character that they have but like the the 1920s that it's been that was a really cool collection that they released you know yeah well the thing about it though is 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 they're doing the decades collection which you're referencing the 1920s they got a lot of steamboat willie and mickey and Minnie vintage and stuff like that but they're also doing individual franchises i mean they released separately the Oswald Disney 100 collection, which is its own thing. Yeah. It hit, it hit. My eyes exploded. You all know how I feel about Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Like he is like my main character. I got, I, I, I put everything in my basket to begin with just because I was like, do I, I want all of this? I, oh, yeah, I want yeah, yeah. all yeah. the Oswald. It was like $600. <laughs> like, okay, no, I'm not doing that. That That's a Disney trip. But what I did end up with was <laughs> the, um, I did end up with the long sleeve Oswald blue shirt, which is in my size. Way to go, Disney. Awesome. I wound up with um, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit um, pins. So I got these limited edition pins. I'm showing them to Matt right now. So y'all know how I feel. I collect. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm distracted by. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So I got so I got all these limited edition pins. Um, and you all know how I feel about pins. I collect all the Oswald pins. I got those. And then I'm teetering, teetering on getting the 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 magic band i'm i really need to i should get it i really should get it even though i don't need it i should get it and then um i'm i'm uh i got uh i'm teetering on getting the little sculpture that they're they've created which is only a hundred bucks which actually is not it's not bad it's like a it's like the limited edition sculptures we used to sell at the store yeah yeah um yeah it very much has that you know early disney store vibe you, you decide not to go with the plush 
Um, oh, no, I, I did get the plush, too. Sorry, I did grab the plush. Okay. I, don't know why. I knew I had one more thing, so there's the I, plush. I'll say that's surprising. I, I, I love that he's playing the banjo. Man, that looks I great. I know. <laughs> he, he's actually a really um, tall. He's he's um probably 14 or 17 inches. He, he's he is the yeah, that's only a good size. Ever, it, it, yeah. There's only ever been. Good size, yeah. Because I have, this is the one I just got. There's this one, which I got, which is like the knitted one I got when I was in the parks. There's one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's not been a lot of Oswald plush. There just hasn't been. So for me, this was exciting to see this. You know, I think I'm taking the mindset this year. There's no way I can collect all of it. I don't want all of it. I just want specific things, you know, like I got the Disney 100 plush, um, the Mickey Mouse plush over there. I got the grand finality of the 50th Mickey plush, but like... I, I, I think now that they're not doing thank God they're not doing the keys. That's all I gotta say. Thank God yeah. they're not doing the keys. Because that's where I would have gone wrong. I've got this entire karyo cabinet of keys over here, plus all these things. Oh Eve. Anyway. Um but yeah, uh is there anything that you're gonna you're hoping that they will produce for Disney one hundred that you'd wanna collect? Oh gosh. I like I don't even know. Like, I, I think what always surprises me about Disney is they come out because, you know, I'm not a big I'm not a big plush pin collector. That's not really my thing. And that's usually a lot of what the collectibles mm-hmm. are. Honestly, I kind of hope for some like the the one thing that I that I am looking at from this 1920s is like the play set. Because I mm. love the little action figures that comes with the mm. boat and has, you know, the, it's cute. the, yeah. the little like the steamboat Willie yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like that's the kind of stuff that I tend to go for is like little action figure type things. And so I'd love for them to come out at some point this year with like an epic Disney 100, like 100 years, 100 piece at like oh, little tiny figures. Yes. That would be like, amazing. Where. And and it's likened to a little bit of what there was there was the McDonald's toys that they did that I have a bunch of them when they did when they celebrated um I don't well, remember 50th. what they the exact the, the celebration ones, right I, th- I think it was the fiftieth yeah it was like so I mean each of the characters has a little platform that says their name and what year yeah. their movie came out like that like it's that kind of thing that I'm like I would really enjoy these ones right that kind of. No, that those are the ones that uh, came out uh, for that recently. These came out. Let's see. I got one. Uh, got one hanging out over here. Hang on, as I get over this cord. Okay. Uh, we do totally realize all that this is a so audio like medium, is, and um, that Panchito, uh... <laughs> oh. where he's on this little like like pedestal and and it's got uh, it's 100 years of magic at walt disney world is what it says oh that would be no 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 so that would be so there's been a lot of conversation about that online so that was the celebration of walt's 100th birthday back in 2001 or something like that yeah that's exactly when it came out so like that kind of stuff like i i have a ton of those the figures are a nice size. It's it's fun to like get some of the deep cuts. Um, so that that would be kind of what I what I would be hoping for is like some kind of action figure or a set of like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto 
special action figure type things because that tends to be the stuff that I I try to target, collect more. Target so. has those. Target has a special edition 100th anniversary Mickey and Minnie action figure. And they're only like 13 bucks. They're not very expensive. But you know how Target has the Disney stores inside them now. They have got yeah. them and they're in their special outfits. They have like the platinum outfit on. Um, you, you should okay. be able to find them. I'm here. sure I will. Um, you just go to target.com uh, and type ex- in and type in just Mickey Mouse. You should be able to find it because it's on my app. Mickey Mouse. Okay. I mean, there's a whole bunch of Mickey Mouse stuff. Um, um, you should, or maybe Mickey Mouse yeah, action figure. That's what Mickey I'm kind of thinking. Like getting to toys is really what I need because otherwise I'm getting all the shirts. Yeah, and, yeah. Here he is right here. Um, and... uh, Mickey Mouse, Disney 100 Mickey Mouse figure. Disney 100 okay. Mickey Mouse Disney figure. Disney 100 Mickey Mouse figure. Oh, hang on. Mickey Mouse figure. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Isn't yeah. that nice? They got, they got one for him and they got one for Minnie Mouse as yeah. well. Yeah. Isn't he cool? That's very nice. He's yeah, he popped very up on my... classy. And again, 13 yeah. bucks? You can't beat that. And he's at every it's Target. Very... You can find him at your local Target. Like, you don't even have to order him online. Oh, I'm going to have so. to run to Target here really soon. <laughs> um, it's it's that and um, any kind of trading card. That would be the other thing that if they came out with, like, Disney Did 100 trading cards. Did you see McDonald's? No, McDonald's is going to have trading cards. They're going to have trading cards? I saw they had... Um, we got full decks of cards when I went with my kids last time. And oh. um like it, it's a it's a full like 52 card deck instead of the suits, it's um the castle, the Epcot oh, ball, like the recently, Hollywood like recently you just tree. Went? Like yeah, right now. Oh, yeah. well, then maybe these aren't maybe these are them. I thought they were trading cards, but maybe they're full decks. Yeah, I saw those. And they yeah, have like this posters. Was, yeah, this was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that's not a trading card. That's a full deck of cards. Like I opened it up, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is super nice!" Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Disney One Hundred. I have a feeling we'll probably do some more talking about that as we go along. Um, I'm you very know we excited love talking about merch on this show. You know it. You know it. Well, I'm very excited because Nate and I and uh, Par- Fairy Podmother Amy are going to Disneyland in October to celebrate the the Disney 100 there and all that stuff. So we're well, we'll give you an on the spot report while we're there, which is very exciting. But so let's get to the show at hand. The 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 oh, final episode of uh, our series of the Skywalker Saga. Um, but really, what is the final episode of the of the eleven episodes, basically eleven movies over the course of X number of years of the Skywalker Saga? We are talking Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Yes. Kick us off, <laughs> Matt. Kick us off, because uh, here's the thing, listeners. Here's what I'm going to say. I think up until this point, for the most part. Matt and I have been in relatively agreement, relative agreement on the various yes, episodes. Yes. There's been some, some maybe here or there. I think we're going to be coming at this one from two very different places from, from what it sounds. So, um, okay. Yes. How do you want to do this, Matt? What, do you just want to start overall kind of thoughts? Yeah, we got to start overall thoughts and then we can get into some like specifics of because because basically um, like you're on the position. You texted me at like 10 a.m. this morning, like rewatching this and I'm loving it even more. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Uh, Okay, let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Um, 
there are some areas that I think we agree leading up to this, which is if you kind of continue the conversation that we had on episode eight, which was we can both agree, and I think many of the listeners can agree, that Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams, like the, the fact that they didn't have a story arc that was going to lead them through seven, eight, nine is what got them into the trouble they were in as they were going into this movie. Can we agree with that? Like, yes, like, yeah, like yeah, agree. having no star story arc of knowing where you wanted to go. We come out of eight. Snoke's dead. Phasma's dead. Ren's now the supreme leader. Like, there's a lot of really weird things that okay, how are they going to wrap this all up in, in one movie and deliver on stuff that traditionalists might also want as well, right? So I think there is a good place to start because I think you and I kind of agree to that, unless, unless yeah. I'm quote, you know, saying... No, 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 you are 100% correct that, that and uh, I don't want to belabor that point too much because I know we talked about it in the last episode where, yeah, it, it, it these movies feel very siloed mm-hmm. where it's, here is episode seven. Here is episode eight. Here is episode nine. And then there's like a small walkway in between these silos that, that like, okay, you can see how these connect in this little tiny walkway, but mm-hmm. there's not this like overarching to keep, to keep with the, the metaphor. There's not a barn that houses this story that has, okay, I can see where everything fits and how everything goes and what's happening. And it all fits in this little barn, even though there are different parts of the barn. You could, in a lot of ways, go from episode seven to episode nine without most of the events of episode eight. Like, like you, with the exception of the killing of Snoke and Phasma, like, you could go from seven to nine and eight just kind of just hides off in the shadows a little bit. Like it's, it's kind of, yeah. And here's the thing. thing. If phasma wasn't there, you probably wouldn't even notice. No, you probably want to, you would have been like, Oh, Oh, phasma. Oh yeah. That person, whatever happened to that person. I don't know. But I also want to say this, and this is coming from firsthand experience. Having had the opportunity to attend star Wars celebration in 2019 and you know, coming off of Last Jedi and the, the the bad reviews it got, the fandom at there's a there was a ton of fandom at Star at Star Wars Celebration and beyond that st- stuck with it regardless and still loves this sequel series for what it is. There there is still a ton of fandom out there that does appreciate it for what it was, and that was evidenced just by how the fans reacted when that trailer gets played at Star Wars Celebration for the very first time for this movie, the the eruption and loudness and craziness, the fact that they had to play it again because people were so excited about it. And and even watching the trailer today gives me chills when you hear Palpatine's laugh, right? Like, wait, what? Did I just hear what I just heard, you know? Yeah, I think the lead up, they did a nice job with it that I think, you know, the the Palpatine, of course, being a a very fan favorite villain, um, the the excitement around it, it, it was it was just then I remember sitting and watching it in the theaters and afterwards thinking, gosh, that just that just felt disappointing. And I, I did a lot of soul searching on this because, you know, we we have ranted many a time on this show about 
um, the quote unquote fanboys. And mm-hmm. so I had to really consider like, okay, am I just hating this because it's not where I thought the story was going to go slash wanted the story to go slash, you know, insert my preconceived notion about star Wars here. And is that the only reason I don't like this movie? And I came to the conclusion that no, um, there's some really like specific things about the movie that just, Hmm. I I, I just, that are just bad, not from a Star Wars standpoint. They're bad from a movie standpoint. If a Marvel movie would do this, I wouldn't like it. Yeah. I'm really interested to hear this. And I, because, because I'm going to just put this out there right now. After rewatching this movie again today, I am ready to put this as my number one Star Wars movie. So, like, that's what's crazy about this. Like, I, I just, <laughs> I after rewatching this movie, there were so many little nods, not even over the top nods, little nods of of tiebacks, of throwbacks. Abrams, in my mind, after is it's a masterful movie, and I'm I'm really curious to know what those things are. Like, I'll give you an example: the scene where okay. where um, there, there's two scenes I'm going to give you the scene, the, the, the scene where towards the end where all the ships finally show up, right? That in my mind, I got the same feels from that, that I got in Avengers Endgame when all the heroes show up and they're battling for themselves because they show up. And the fact that if you were to pause that scene and look at the different ships that show up, they've taken time to put in the various unique ships from different points in the Star Wars universe, even the Halcyon, the one that you go on Star Wars Gal- or the, the I'm sorry, the um, Galactic Star Cruiser is in there for crying out loud. It was part of the battle. Like that, that that's crazy yeah. to me. Right. So like, that's a, that's a moment yeah, of, wow. I don't want to say that this movie has no, nothing in it that is good. It's all bad. That that is very much because um, the moment you're talking about, yeah, that moment's super cool. Yeah, um, and even like uh, the the Ray and Kylo stuff is that that whole relationship is throughout all three movies is a very interesting relationship, especially mm-hmm. coming off of eight, where yep. it's this. Wait a minute, could he be redeemed? Da, da, da. I like that part. Um, just there's it, from a storytelling standpoint. It just, they, Abrams tried to introduce too many new things, new characters, and it it just got to a point, uh, let, let me give you a perfect example. So, I mean, uh, the new characters outside of Babu Frick can, are the least memorable people that I can remember in Star Wars. Well, Dio. I um, love Dio. Oh, I totally forgot about him. Didn't, didn't even remember I absolutely love Dio. Like I just, I absolutely loved his manners. Babu Frick is great. Um, I, well, I think Babu maybe Frick's you're. Re- great. Are you are you referring to Zori? I'm assuming. I have no idea who that is. Who's the that? love in, the love interest for Poe? Oh yeah. So first of all, let's let's start with Poe. Should I care about Poe? Do we do anything to develop his character? No, we absolutely like, do. Like, My goodness, he becomes the general no. for crying out loud after General Organa dies. I mean, yeah, but that's not like a big soul searching thing. It's just like, ah, well, Leia's dead, and you're the next main character. Here you go, you're the general now. So yeah, you got oh. Carrie Russell's love interest. You have people on a horse. 
um, those horse people, like you know, you got them that you have show them up who at are, the end. Who are who are former stormtroopers like Finn, who rose up, who made the decision to rise up and say, "No, this is wrong." The that's that's what Finn had. It was this feeling of, "I'm this is wrong. We should not be killing civilians." That was that's the part I think. Again, it's taken me probably three watches or four watches to get there, but that is embedded in the movie is this theme that there are more of us than there are of them. And when we rise up, we can take it back, which is, which by the way, which by the way is what the original star Wars was about. (laughs) I'm I'm not saying you're wrong in that. It just had zero impact on me. Like you're trying to introduce this to me two thirds of the way through the movie where it's like, okay, we need to connect. You you need to care about these people, and it's like I don't, I don't See, care about them. Okay. You're just throwing them at me and giving. You're giving me a legit reason of why I should care about them. It's a great reason. It just you're you're just tossing new characters at me, and oh yeah, oh we got this knife too. We got this knife that we got to go follow. It's like what what like. It, it's it just there's so many to to use an, an example that maybe maybe will hit home with you. It feels like we're going on all these side quests, and it's like just get mm. to the main story, please. So okay, I think there's a lot going on here. I think I think that no matter no matter who or how or what or or when or anything of how this was written. There's no way a movie like this would have ever, ever been able to live up to its original three. It just wouldn't. It would never be able to to live up to the original three. It, and, and I think part of what you just described is one of the reasons why I think I enjoy this more. One of the things that I have always done, and I think this is why I'm a sequel junkie, is that sequels, to me, give me the ability to tie in the lore the backstory get a deeper understanding of who the characters are a deeper understanding of their motivations than the first movie ever does star wars is in a very unique situation in that not only is it divided up by by movie but it's also divided up by trilogy right you've got the original trilogy you've Mm -hmm. got prequel trilogy now you've got the sequel trilogy I think you can absolutely look at each of the individual movies in the first trilogy and say, and judge them one by one. I think to some degree, you could sort of do that with the prequels, but you were already starting to get Lucas's vision of how these tie to the originals. With this trilogy, I think the problem that most people have is that they try to judge each of the movies one by one because that's how they come out and they come out and there's a couple years in between and, and you look at them, there's force awakens. How was force awakens in the scheme of things? How was last Jedi in the grand scheme of things? How was rise of Skywalker in the grand scheme of things? If you pull back one layer and look at these three movies as though they are one giant movie, the three movies together. And then, so you've got one giant nine hour movie, basically or eight hour movie. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. look at how those tie to the lore of the saga of the Skywalker saga. I, that's where I'm at now is that 
I think Abrams did a masterful job of interweaving old and new prequel and original and sequel all into one final way to wrap it all up. And I don't think that was the original intention. I don't think they ever had an original intention, but when I think Kathleen Kennedy realized we've got to do something to just bring us back down because we royally screwed up last Jedi. That's where he went with it. And again, it was an impossible task. Well, it was. And I just have, I have a, 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 an appreciation for just some of the ways that they just, there's, there's one scene. This was the other scene I was going to tell you. The one scene where, where, where Han Solo is in Kylo's memory and you know, it replays basically the scene from Force Awakens, which was really cool. But there's a point where, where Ben goes, Dad, and he doesn't say it, but for crying out loud, Han Solo goes, I know. It's literally Ben wants to say, I love you, and Han Solo is saying, I know. Like, I didn't watch this thing five times, and I've never caught it until this time. Like, that level of writing is friggin' amazing to be able to work that in there. Um, C-3PO getting rebooted and coming back to life and hello, I'm C-3PO, human cyborg relations. Like it's a throwback to, uh, you know, to who 3PO was. Um, I, I just, I, I, I don't, again, I, after watching it again today, it was already in my top three. It's at my top of my list. It's my number one. It, there is no better Star Wars movie out there. Yeah. I just, I, 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 there's good stuff in it. It just is muddied by all this other stuff. That's just hard to give me another example. To, um, another the example. fake out yeah. chewy death. Um, I, like I thought that? it was a cheap trick. I didn't like that. Like it, 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 it just, Oh no. And then surprise. No, he's not. Um, but when like you that, first that, watched it, when you first watched it, did you not have the emotional response of, oh, my God, they killed Chewie? Like, seriously, I remember watching that the very first time. And you have no idea. For Christ, Han's dead. Luke's dead. Why wouldn't they kill Chewie? I, I didn't. It's, it's not that I would have a I would have had a problem had they had they killed him off. It was just the oh, never mind. Ha ha. Mm. It, it's just like that. That 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 ploy does not land with me. Uh, and again, that's that's not a Star Wars thing. That's just a movie thing. Like the, haha, is this character dead? You don't know. And then five minutes later, it's oh no, they're not. Or it's that just doesn't play with me. Oh, um, uh, okay. So okay. So again, we're we're getting you're, we're getting into a but lot for of you to personal not like things. a movie like that. For you not to like the movie simply because they, they used a cheap movie trick, though. I mean, that's kind of crazy. Okay. I mean, I will it's, give it's you that plus. I I, I will give you. I didn't like Hux as the informer. I, I thought that was a cheap way out as General Hux being like suddenly like with especially with how intense he was in Force Awakens and Last Jedi for him to suddenly turn. Now, granted, it, it would kind of be like General Hux to say, I don't care if you win. I just don't want him to win. I mean, he truly hated Kylo Ren. And I totally get that. Oh, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll give you that. That one I wasn't a fan of. I also am not a fan of the way they treated Rose. I think Rose got the shaft. In, oh, yeah. In this yeah. episode. Rose got the she absolute sh- shaft. And she should have. And, you know, and yeah, so it just part of it. it's comp- it's compiling all of these things. And then. The one thing that I think would have made me love this movie, 
Okay. They they inexplicably I I, I really would like to, I would really would like to know the end like duel between Palpatine and Ray. I think is a very good scene, but yes. they missed a golden opportunity to put in the force ghosts of everybody like to actually the, have the visual, the, the visual. That, yes, yes, yes. yes. Agreed. Yes. A hundred percent. They have the, they have the, they have the voices. They have the audio and if clues. you, and by the way, yes. if you listen to it with the closed captioning on, you can see exactly who is saying what, like there's like 10 of them. There's like 10 different ghosts. Yeah. Anakin's in there. Uh, Obi-Wan, young Obi-Wan, Yoda's in there, Mace Windows in there, um, uh, Ahsoka Tano's in there. And there's a couple of other ones I didn't even recognize. And, and I was like, oh man, like you can see all of them. Like why the, the feeling that you got and, and, and I got too, when all those ships come in. Yes. Imagine that, but with all of the Jedi of the past. Agreed. Oh my goodness. Like that would have been such a great Yes. Like ultimate, here's the end of this whole story. Yes. And, Agreed. And they just I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm literally getting chills right now. <laughs> and they just decided, like, nah, we'll just throw the voices in, which is is fine. I get it, but my goodness, you couldn't have thrown a couple, like even one or two. Like you couldn't yeah. have thrown a couple of them in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I it it was a very interesting um uh, a directorial decision not to actually include them as force ghosts. I mean, don't tell me it's money. I mean, this is the most expensive, one of the most expensive yeah. movies ever made, $275 million. It's it's similar to how I feel about the Mary Poppins Returns um, scene where um, uh, Emily Blunt turns the balloon and she looks at the balloon and sees her reflection. reflection. That one moment, they could have just put, um, uh, uh, what's her name? The original Julie Mary Andrews. Poppins. They put a, they could have put Julie Andrews' reflection in that balloon just in that one moment, just to to put the two together, yeah. and that would have I, that would have literally made Disney fans go crazy, and they didn't do it. It was yeah, it was like exactly. why didn't you? Do that? Exactly, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, same idea here. I, I agree with you, but again, watching it with the closed captioning on was still pretty darn cool, and listening to the various voices. I mean, they really even got Alec Alan Guinness in there for crying out loud. Jeez, um, yeah, you know, doing so thing. I think it just doesn't. It just doesn't land with me and it may just be a personal thing and it may be because i am a fan of eight and there were things that that were explored in eight that i wish would have been a little bit more explored like the whole like war profiteering thing and i and even even like with seven where i really feel like finn's development gets stunted here and um where in seven, you really feel like his arc is going somewhere. And even in eight, you kind of feel like his, it, there's some juice there. But it just it it feels very, very stunted in nine. And I think part of that was, again, impossible task. They're trying to do so much. Mm-hmm. There are so many characters, not just from this trilogy, but past trilogies that we have to tie all these loose ends and make sure we're all good, that inevitably something's going to get cut short. And I, I just, I just, I, w- I want, I mean, this sounds horrible, but I almost would have rather preferred a quadrility. Hmm. I would have rather them like, like de- take the time. You know what? You screwed yes. up eight. Fine. So like make it, you know, maybe that's not a great idea. No, well, they, they wanted to have been able to do it, Matt. I mean, 
you're no, at least approaching yeah. you can't at least make approaching episode nine this. and ten there's no way well no no i they could have but what i'm saying is they want it there's nothing they could literally make another five movies and there's nothing they could do the star wars fan base is already so split and so divided that we will never ever see another star wars movie we nothing like this we will never see it we Ooh. might we'll see we won't we we will never see if we see anything from a star wars perspective it's not going to be skywalker related it's going to be something so far off the beaten path that gets us out of this realm and again that's not a bad they thing they should do I, I agree. They absolutely should do it. I would love to see an old Republic type type um, trilogy or something along those lines, kind of like they did with the Hobbit for the Lord of the Rings series. I'm I'm totally yeah okay with that. My problem is that even doing that, the Star Wars fan base is the most entitled fan base there is out of any movie franchise in history. They believe that they know better than the creators of the movies than the creators of the content. And so no matter what gets pushed out, there's going to be one half, one third, one quarter, whatever, that is not going to be happy while this group over here will. And then when this movie comes out, this group won't be happy. And I've said it before, the trilogy or the original trilogy has the originalist, the prequel trilogy, that was their Star Wars. And this this trilogy, the sequel trilogy, it is made for the current generation. And there's a good chunk of this generation that loves this trilogy. And and that's evidenced by the fact that the theme parks are are what they are. And people want to go see that stuff and people want to explore those adventures, you know? Um, yeah. It, it'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, legacy of this, what what happens 20, 30 years down the road. But I, 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 I think that what this movie proves is that it is time to be done with the Skywalker saga. And that's yep. not to say that you cannot do things. I mean, The Mandalorian is a complete success. Rogue One was a great success. You know, th- there's, there's plenty of wins that you can have in the same time frame. That's okay. But... I, we need to we need to get away from the Skywalker saga. And I don't even care. You know, you talked Old Republic. I'm all for, or throw it into the future. I don't care. Um, like do two thousand years in the future, three thousand years you in the future. Think, do you think the sin that Disney did was making a trilogy series that or a, a sequel trilogy that? was based in the Skywalker saga? Or do you think if they were to do it all over again, if like, if you were in that meeting 10 years ago, when they were starting to plan all this stuff, do you think it would have been wise to say, you know what, we're going to do a trilogy, but we're not going to do anything to do with the Skywalkers. We're going to completely reset it. Maybe we'll have a couple of touches here or there. Do you think the fans would have accepted that? Knowing where they they were at 10 years Um, ago. Well, I guess, let me, yeah, 10 years ago, I because uh, now, of course, I would say resounding yes. Yeah. 10 years ago, I don't know. Because um, 10 years really, ago, it's, mean, 2000 and, it's 2013. So let's say 11 years ago. 2012 is probably when they started planning all this. 2012, we haven't seen yeah. a, we haven't seen a Star Wars movie since uh, Revenge of the Sith, which would have been 2005 Three, so we're based 2005 Five? Ooh. so so it had been eight years since we'd seen a star wars movie so you know for all intents and purposes the 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 hype of star wars had worn down right 
I'm just I'm wondering if if a trilogy or even a movie that wasn't based in the established universe would have been accepted not by like the hardcore fandom because I think a lot of them were used to the 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 books and the all the extra content that was out there that had not oh, yeah. been branded expanded universe yet but like the normal lay fan like would they have gravitated back to something that they um, was not based in, in material they didn't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of like that first trailer. I I mean, it definitely introduced a lot of the new characters and didn't necessarily have a heavy like, look, there's going to be all your favorite characters from it. I, I I think the the big problem that 10 years ago, if I, again, I'm transported back into that room, they just need to storyboard out yeah. What are we doing over these three movies? Because th- there's there's such good stuff there. I, you know, I've talked a little bit yep. about it. Where like the Ray and the Kylo relationship. Oh my gosh, that really could have been a really nice payoff. A Finn and maybe you tie in Rose into that. Like and yep. and it it culminates in him finding this group of people that are like him that rise up. That really could have been great. You, you you could have tied up uh, you could have tied up some more of like what happened to the Jedi Academy and maybe we're getting more into that with some of the Mandalorian stuff. And well, we're Grogu, getting into it know. now. We're getting into it now. But like you said, th- there is not a giant. What shocks me for a franchise of this size, in this epic, in the world that we live in today. There's not some kind of a war room like they have at Marvel Studios that plans out the universes and the timelines and all the different story arcs that are going to take place over all this. Marvel, and, and Favreau's talked about this. He he has got this at, not Favreau, sorry, Feige. Feige has talked about this. He has got this at Marvel Studios where they know, and, and they plan, at least through the Infinity Saga, they planned out exactly how all of this stuff was going to meet i think the reason why phase four the infinity saga series kind of sucked so badly is they got away from that and now they're starting to come back into it which by the way did you see ant-man i have yes (laughs) okay so we got that coming up anyway but but like it just shocks me that that star wars i think when they went into this for whatever reason, maybe they went into it kind of with the old school movie mentality that Lucas had when he was coming up with the stuff. Like he kind of was flying by the seat of his pants a little bit too. But then after like episode one, I think, or episode four, I think he kind of realized I better plan some of this out. How is this going to work? How is this going to, how is this all going to fit together? And and they didn't have that. And it just, it boggles my mind that a major movie studio didn't think about that, you know? And that's really when it when it boils down to that's the problem I have with with I think seven and eight covered up that problem because there was the promise of another movie. And so you could withhold mm. judgment because mm. you could say, you know what, they're going to I they haven't really delved into this, but they're going to delve into that later. And so I think what happened with nine was it was all right, I'm ready to have all of this resolved and it. And while some stuff resolved really well, other stuff kind of just either didn't resolve or they were like, and this, I I mean, that's what I felt. What did you think about the Ray as a Palpatine? Well, okay. But I I, I thought it was fine. I actually thought it was great. I I thought, 
I thought when you think long term that Palpatine coming back and doing what he did, as I think more about that, that feels very much like what Palp the type of thinker and strategic planner that Emperor Palpatine is. When you look at his arc from episode one all the way to episode nine, and you look at the type of strategic thinker, you could I can see how that would work. And if that was the plan from the beginning. I would have loved to have seen little hints about it in Force Awakens and in Last Jedi. What I was going to say was this, and it goes back to your comment about 7 and 8 kind of being covered up. Here's the thing. 7 actually, for the most part, gets pretty decent reviews. A lot of people generally think 7's okay. 7 overall, not a bad not a bad movie. You get 8 yeah. in here, but, but, but that said, there is a portion of 7, a portion of the audience for 7, that was not happy with it, that said, well, it's a rehash of New Hope. It's basically a re-storytelling. So you get Ryan Johnson who comes on board, listens to that feedback, and says, all right, we're going to make a completely new movie that is completely different than anything that Star Wars fan base has seen. They make this movie in eight, and people hate it. Now, some don't mind it, but a good chunk hates it. So now they're in a meeting as they're planning nine. You got Kathleen Kennedy in there. J.J. Abrams come back, comes back. They, you know, they fired Colin Trevorrow. And basically they say, we got to land this ship. It, we're going to come in hot. We're going to come in hot. We're not, maybe we're missing the landing gear or something. I don't know. But we got to land the ship and we got to tie up as much as we can. Let's fan service it as much as possible. And that's why I think nine feels the way it does. It's a ton of fan service, Matt. And, Again, I'm yeah, I, the sequel junkie I am. Fan service plays on me. F- fan service works on me, and and because of that, um, I think that's probably why I feel good about this. But for someone who maybe fan service doesn't always play well on, like you, maybe that's why we, why you struggle with it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good. That's a good kind of summation of it. Because I, I definitely. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to say this like I hate this movie and I will never, ever watch it or I'm never showing this to my children. And like, it just it, it it's just it's OK, I guess <laughs> there's just some stuff that I just don't like about it. Um, I, I guess if, if you're like telling me, hey, you want to watch a Star Wars movie? I'm choosing a lot of other movies before this one. And now oh, honestly, really? I, See, I choose this shows. one. Oh, I would choose this yeah, one no, over I'm, any of them. Because, like, I mean, I, I'd the, watch the, Rogue One again. I'd watch Rogue One. The first, I think, the thing for me is like, I get bored with the first three really easily because um, they're old. Yeah, the, the first the three movie, do kind of, you know, it has pacing. Pacing is definitely an issue there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, um, I watched um, uh, uh, Tales of the Jedi, the little like mini series that came out that were like fifteen minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a whole Dooku arc or like his time as a Jedi and how he turns to the dark side. And I found that very interesting. I was like, Oh, this huh. is nice. Okay. I like this. Okay. So if you have 45 minutes, it's like three episodes that, that it's like three episodes of Ahsoka stuff and three episodes of count Dooku. Cool. Yeah. Dooku. Well, you know, it's so funny when you look at the, 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 just the vastness of the series and the different characters we're exposed to and the arcs that they have and the way that we feel about certain characters and, you know, Dooku plays a role in two of the movies. That's a pretty substantial role, you know? 
Yeah, well, and and they hint in and they hint in two, three, and the cartoons of like, oh, he was a fallen Jedi and yada 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 yada, and and to kind of like see the moments leading up to that, and then what was the ultimate like, no, I'm 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 turning to the dark side. Um, I, I thought was very very interesting. And in terms of like the 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 um, Emperor Palpatine. Uh, his smartness uh, there's a bad batch episode that just released where basically palpatine was going to win no matter the outcome and so like the heroes expose this big thing yada 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 yada, yada and then it ends with palpatine coming up into the senate and basically twisting the situation to get his way and you're like oh my mm. gosh that's I, so i'm telling good. you man palpatine i know vader gets a lot of the like you know villain of the century or you know on the villain list of 100 but palpatine he he he's the mastermind there man he's pretty amazing so all right so i, I want to do something yeah, i love me some palpatine okay 11 movies it's time to put them in order of your favorites. oh man okay it's 11 movies. It's time to put them in order. Um, okay. Do you need a minute? Do you need a minute? Do you need a minute? I can give you, I can give um, you mine. I, I think, I, I think I should be good. I think I should be good. Okay. All right. So what is your number one? Number, one, number one is rogue one. Rogue one. All right. Obviously you all know my number I one think that's the... episode nine. So, all right. All right. What is your number two? I'm going with episode three, revenge, revenge of the Sith. That is also my number two. Absolutely. It used to be my number okay. one. I, I love Revenge of the Sith. I, I think it's one of the best ones out there. All right. Great movie. What's your number three? Number three, I am going to say is A New Hope. Okay. All right. Very All nostalgic. Right. So, I think, I think there's some like bias of it's the first one original, but, but I, right. I just like that movie. Good solid Star Wars movie. Yeah. All right. For me, it's Rogue One. Rogue one. So, yep. Okay. What is right, your right. number? F- uh, number four. four. Yeah. Number four. I'm going to go with empire strikes back. Episode five. Same number five empire strikes back. Same thing. Okay. All right. Okay. What is your number five? Number five. I'm going to go with episode seven. I, 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 I think episode seven I, I really like that movie. I'm I'm really happy with that movie. I, I, same I with think me. Number five. There's number a seven. lot there's of great things. Seven. Yep. Same thing. <laughs> See, I told you, fans, we're we're in alignment on most of this stuff. We really are. Um, what is your uh, What is your number six? This is where it starts getting muddy because some of them are just kind of muddled together. Um, I, I'm going to go with episode two, Attack of the Clones. Um, I, I'm a sucker for uh, mm. the like back third of that movie. I okay. just I, that that's just fun. <laughs> I'm gonna put Solo in at number six. I think Solo has after rewatching it for this pod, I I, I became a little bit more endeared to it. I, I thought it was a good movie. That's actually my next one is is Solo, okay. and and for the same reason, like you're looking to have a good time in the Star Wars universe, like yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, I think Solo. I think Solo in a lot of ways taught us that we can kind of have an adventure away from the Skywalker saga. So did Rogue One, but kind of like an adventure away from the Skywalker saga, but still be somewhat connected to it, but still kind of be its own thing. And I think that's why I have it where it's yeah. at. 
Um, okay, what is your uh, num- uh, num- well, you already just said what your other one was. So my number seven is number is episode one, Phantom Menace. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So number number eight. Well, so my number eight is yes. um, I'm gonna go with Last Jedi here. All right. All right. Um, I, I guess I'm not giving six enough credit, but you know I, I, I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm sticking with Last Jedi here. I'm sticking with Last all right. Jedi. Yeah. All right. I'm at I'm at New Hope episode four on the, at this spot. So uh, um, okay. It, again, it's an okay movie. Um, I obviously can see why people would have been enthralled with it at the time, but for me, I don't have those attachments to it. So that's why it's further down the list. All right. Number nine. I'm going to, that's episode six. And um, I, I feel like I should have it higher, but now that I'm like, again, considering it, I, I, I think that movie's fine, but I honestly prefer four and five of that original trilogy than I do six. Okay. All right. All right. Um, for me, number nine is episode eight, last Jedi. So a little bit further down the list than yours. So, um, okay. Number 10. Uh, that is phantom menace. Okay. Okay. So mine is episode six, uh, uh, return of the Jedi at this point. So, uh, and then finally episode number or final number, number 11, where do you, where are you at? Number nine. You literally. Well, you put, have Attack of the Clones, right? I have Attack of the Clones at number. Yeah, at number like. 11. Yeah, it's Rise of Skywalker for me, but I will say here, here's here's wow. where I want to put this in context. It's wow. to me a little bit. It's a little bit to me of what Pixar movies are, wow. where the worst Pixar movie and the one that I have ranked the worst is still a really fun movie that I would absolutely watch. And that's what I, you know, in terms of Star Wars movies, I want to be careful in saying like, oh, it's my last ranked one. Yes, amongst the Star Wars movies, it is, but that's it's still, still I, I still that's pretty sub- that's still pretty substantial though, Matt. Like, like I yeah, like here's the reason why I th- like number eleven for me, number Attack of the Clones is in my mind. I hate them. Like I, ref- I, the only reason why I've ever watched that movie again was to do this up this, this podcast. Like that movie <laughs> drives me insane. I I hate it. It's it's just bleh, and and. Uh, I just to have nine in that spot boggles my mind, but I know you're not alone. And that's the See, thing I that like drives that me movie. nuts. Uh. I it, like, it's, it's not to say, I, I don't know. Again, like we talked, we've talked about it for the last almost hour of, there were just things that didn't land for me. And it, and it wasn't there. They aren't like necessarily star Wars based things. It's just, there's some stuff that they decide to do with storytelling that just, the, and that's uh, probably the same reason why you just, don't like Attack of the Clones. Go, can we both just go, yeah, in the same podcast? I think we did. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Blech. That is hilarious. But I, I, uh, and I, I think it's what episode two is for you, where, where yeah, it's just bleh. It's just bleh. Bleh, 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 I tell you. Bleh. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I... Uh, I, I I I will watch much. I guess if you really want it, I could put Phantom Menace at the bottom. That one's not really my favorite because Young Anakin is not my favorite. <laughs> oh, see, I got Phantom right in the middle. I don't know. I I guess I just like things that are. I, I don't know. Maybe it, it is what it, it is. What it is. It's all subjective at this point. There, I mean, objectively. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's hard to, to rate in, a, a movies movies across over a forty five year time span for crying out loud because of different movie making technique and production and actors and all that stuff. So, all right, different likes and dislikes. Yeah. And like that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
well, we did it, Casey. We did we it. We did it. We uh, you know what's what's actually sad about this is I was thinking, unfortunately, um, we don't have it as a filler episode anymore because it's done. So like we can't just say, oh, let's just do that one because that's what we've done before as we've been planning our, our pods. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, let's do another episode of the Star Wars. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. So um, we can always like start like you know the 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 Airbud series and do episodes, do review all of those if you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we could just start there how many are there like 14 of them or something like that we could do that for the next two years i think there's Air- like a, i think there's 11 airbud i know we talked I about this on the pod what, there, uh air buddies yes, air buddies in high school where I went on an airbud rant. oh my lord but all right oh well, my goodness say. yeah so uh we are coming up here i think in two weeks on our our three-year anniversary special i don't even know what we're doing for that yet we probably should get that in gear but no we don't um anyway we are closing up here's how you get a hold of us you can find us on facebook uh beers and ears podcast find us on twitter and instagram at beers ears 1928 you can also email us at beers and ears 1928 at gmail.com if you're interested in planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Universal Studios, Hollywood, Universal Studios, Orlando, a Disney cruise, all-inclusive, whatever, I am your guy. And I have officially created my new website, Matt, www.cseywoolly.com, C-A-S-E-Y. W-O-O-L-E-Y. You can find everything about my services on that website, Magical Memories by Casey. The four easy steps. Fill out the form that you're interested. I'll reach out to you. We'll work out a plan, and then you book it and wait for your trip. That's that simple. It's really, really easy. We've got links to the podcast up on CaseyWooley.com. We've got links to inspiration on CaseyWooley.com. We've even got the trivia link up there on CaseyWooley.com. So whenever we do trivia, if you want to go there and submit your answer, you can win a $25 Disney gift card. So, um, yeah, please. I would love to Start paying for your trip by answering trivia questions. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I'm going to be revealing the first $25 winner this week for February. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, I would love to help you. It costs you nothing extra. And um, you get my ears of experience, as I like to say. So, all right, Matt, let's go ahead and raise our glasses. I drink all mine. Here it is here with my Spider-Man on it. Um, This episode's been on us. We'll see you all next week, everybody. Bye, everyone. I was wait. I was waiting for Matt to say bye, everyone, because he usually does that. So, <laughs> bye. <sighs>